Hello, welcome back to ASMR Quest. I am your level one Tinglemancer, John Tyler. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ian, and guess well, what time it is, John? Whispermancer. I fuck it up every yeah, time. I do Ian. fuck it up every time. That's okay, because every time I also have decided to ignore it. Um, <laughs> but John, you'll never guess. You'll never guess what time it is. What time is it, Ian? It's Porg o'clock, baby. What? Porg o'clock. Because John. From the time when we last talked to today, I have seen the Star Wars movie, and let me tell you, it's all about the Porgs from here on out. I'm a Porg man. Which ones are the Porgs? The Porgs are those little owls with the sad eyes. Oh, those are great. They really are. It's not- I know some, I've seen a lot of hate on those things. A lot of people did not like them. I fucking loved them. John, I thought they were delightful. If somebody, If someone comes up to me and says that they don't like the Porgs, you know what I'll tell them? I won't tell what? them anything because they're not worth talking to. They're not worth my time <laughs> or attention. I'll just shove past them. And from that day on, we'll refuse to acknowledge their existence unless um, they do sort of admit how they were incorrect about the Porgs. Here's a question I have about the Porgs, though, John. Now, maybe I might be misremembering yeah. this because I only saw it once in theaters. Uh, spoiler alert for um, the latest Star Wars movie in a pretty inconsequential point, but I thought very funny moment. When Chewbacca is roasting up one of the Porgs to eat him, my memory of that is that a Porg skinned and sort of prepared for consumption looks exactly like a small little chicken. Is that accurate? Or is that not what they look um, like? I, I, I had in my I mind mean, it, it, that they looked exactly like a tiny little chicken. No, I, I think it... I mean, it looked similar to a chicken. It was certainly a bird... But I thought it was pretty clear that it was a porg and not a chicken. Okay. Well, yeah. So I, I, we, we were we were supposed to know that it was a porg. But also, I'm looking. I'm I'm gonna go look at a little picture of porgs right now to sort of refresh myself. Mm-hmm. They look a lot like Furbies, John. They, they kind of do. They look a lot like Furbies. And I was thinking them really more like as like I was looking at thinking that they were um, Star Wars's answer to Tribbles. Yeah, that seems also kind of accurate. Um, yeah. They look very distressed all the time. Their eyes are enormous. Um, they look so sad, John. Porgs look so sad all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness, John. I love the Porgs. And I think that to take a line from Star Trek, uh, it's time to you know join the Porg. <laughs> you gotta become assimilated, John. Um... So that's sort of my ASMR thought of the week, is the Porgs. <laughs> Although, ironically, of course, the Porgs are maybe the least ASMR element in the latest Star Wars movies, because they are shouting They do the scream time. a lot, yeah. <laughs> Unlike Kylo Ren, who was, I thought, really going overtime in the ASMR department. Oh, I, I see that. I, I, get what you get, I see what you're getting at there. Another Star Wars question for you, John. Um, yeah. Is it just me, because, I mean, you know, Kylo Ren's always been a teen, right? Yeah. Has absolutely. his voice been getting deeper and deeper with, like, every line that he's ever said? Because there came a point <laughs> towards the end of this movie when I realized Kylo Ren's voice is preposterously deep. Preposterously deep. And I don't <laughs> remember thinking that before. So at some point we got there. <laughs> I, I, I think it's got to be like one of those frog and hot water things, where just Kylo Ren's—he's been sort of slipping in this 
sillier and sillier deep voice. And <laughs> I just only noticed it at the very end. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't notice, so uh, maybe I'm still the frog in the hot water. Maybe, John. You gotta, you gotta wake up and hear his, at this point, sort of borderline incomprehensible voice. <laughs> I gotta I'm a sheeple right now. I gotta wake up and notice the conspiracy with regards to is it, is it specifically Kylo Ren or is it just Adam Driver as a whole? Um, I don't know. I I've I've not seen him in anything else or heard him talk outside of being Kylo Ren. Um, Alright. Also, it could well be the case that it's just his voice has always been very deep and I didn't notice because he was such a teen before, but now <laughs> it's really been driven home for me. Um <laughs> So, John, it's been a big couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Had... I mean, Ian, I haven't talked to you since last year. You haven't made a joke that good since last year. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, okay, we can't do that again. We can't look at it again, but John, here's what I can't stop doing. What? Looking at the porg. I made the big mistake of looking up images <laughs> of the porg. And now I'm just gonna t- get one, I'm gonna find the biggest one I can. I'm gonna Full screen at John. <laughs> <laughs> this is just how I'm going to record the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, did you actually have something you wanted to say with regards to it being... Or a lot of exciting things happening since we last recorded? Or oh, whatever, it's like, you know, there's, there's it. Christmas, there was, uh... There was, like... There's New Year's. Yeah, there's New Year's. Um, I've, I've been sick all week. Been sick it's been a lot of fun. You've, you've almost died twice from what I've heard. Um, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a big storm raging right now as I, as we're recording this. Uh, so listeners, you might hear some wind in this episode. You may also hear some sniffles. Yeah, you guys. You may also got hear like, my congested voice, uh, like right now. You guys got some snow over there, don't you? Out on the east yeah. coast. Like... We do. Um, I actually, I, short, a little while before we recorded, I went outside for the first time all week. <laughs> um, I think it was the first time since. Let's see, I went out Saturday night, uh-huh. and then I think this is the first time that I've been outside since Saturday. Today is now Thursday. Um, uh, just because I, I love snow. Uh-huh. love a good storm. So I wanted to go outside and check it out. Uh, there wasn't actually as much snowfall as I had expected. Um, it's hard to say exactly how much, because there's already some snow on the ground. Um, but I mean, it look, looks like maybe there's been, only been like six to eight inches or so. The big thing is, is it's just super windy. So it's, like, definitely not safe to travel because there's, like, all the snow that has fallen has not really quite yet fallen. It's still in the air. still just getting blown around. It's very difficult to see at times. Um, yeah, I was outside and, like, it's not actually coming down that hard, but just the wind is so much that I was only outside for, like, two minutes. But by the time I went back inside, most of my, or a lot of my footprints were already getting covered up. So, 
But yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, lots of wind and uh, a decent amount of snow. Nice. I've got some sort of exciting news for you as well. Yeah. I'm realizing now, doing a sort of more thorough investigation, the Porg have teeth. Oh, interesting. Rather than beaks. Yeah, no Very beaks. Very unbird-like. They, I think they might be mammals. They got, like, fur on them. Well, I guess as much as anything in this fantasy universe can be mammals. Hmm. Are, are the people in Star Wars the same as us? It's a really profound and deep question. It really is. It's really a question which is... I know you didn't mean it as a deep and profound like, question. I they... know you meant it. In the more Just literal like, sense. Canonically, are they are the they, same species? Are they humans? Um, but I, I I like to take this in a more philosophical direction. Can I fuck yeah. a Star Wars, John? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a Star Wars baby? <laughs> or is it like well, those they, are two very different questions, Ian. Is it like they take off their pants and there's some sort of like, you know, there's like three big spikes or something and you've got a... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about Star Wars, John. <laughs> I believe canonically they they are the same species as us, which I don't know how that works because it's in a galaxy far, far away. But it was a also long a long time ago, right? So they could presumably yeah. just hop on over in their light speed ships. Oh uh, yeah, and see the planet. Yeah, maybe someone like crash landed here and they just sort of repopulated. Yeah, and then they were just maybe looking that's... at chimps and they were like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite a coincidence. Um, but we're not here to talk about Star Wars, John. We're here to talk about ASMR. That's right. If we're not but here first, to talk about ASMR, we have some really, side quests to talk. talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about some side quests, John. Have you got a side quest for me? Oh, wait. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean side quests. Because uh, side quests are ASMR. That's true. Um, I, meant, I meant the indulgence corner. First, we have the indulgence corner. Have you got an indulgence for me? That... I do. Okay, I hold do on. No, John, no. Indulgence. Hey, drummers, never a fuck up, because we don't record live. <laughs> John, that was a great joke. <laughs> now, I believe you're about to segue us into the Indulgence Corner. That's right, Ian. It's time for the Indulgence Corner. Wow, John. A fantastic segue, as per usual. <laughs> I love that transition <laughs> strategy. Well, the great thing is, then I figure that every time I do that, you can just Cut in you making a good joke? Just like a sort of good oh, non-second? no. I just start with that. Uh, um, do you actually I mean, like, cut to that? I, yeah, I do cut to that. Ah, great. I feel like that in and of itself is like a pretty good joke. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I can't, but uh, when, it, when it's uh, available to me, I will cut to those. Okay. I did it quite a bit in the uh, last episode, actually, which I thought you listened to. I listened to the first... Maybe just didn't notice. Like, 20 minutes oh. of it, John. It was a very long episode. It was? But not as long as we recorded for. That is true. That's that was so true. That was a chore to edit. Oh man, I can imagine. I can't imagine. I don't know <laughs> what the last like ten minutes of that was like because I think I was asleep. <laughs> uh, so uh, for the indulgence corner, um, Danny D tweeted at us. Uh-huh, uh huh. Danny at D. Yeah. So this was uh, after we released our last episode. He said, at ASMR Quest, gotta say, this is the first time I've been called out, half drunkenly or not, for failing to rate something on iTunes. <laughs> and I like it. 
Hope it happens more often from tons of people. Hashtag ASM Army, hashtag like yourself, hashtag founding fathers, hashtag America. Oh my goodness, John. Great hashtags there. I really, really enjoy that. Uh, and then he continued to say, also, the spooky you still got in your name shows great resolve. <laughs> you managed to make it through the Xmas season without selling out to the man. Hashtag kudos, hashtag like yourself, hashtag forever spooky. Um, and then I, I, I do explain to him that, uh, the spooky is not still in our name. It is, in fact, again in our name for reasons which I'll explain okay. in this episode. <laughs> um, I didn't even realize. And then he also said, yeah. Uh, and then he also said, and another also, Gal Gadot is a goddamn force of nature. She's fantastic. Thanks for bringing that up. She's absolutely part of the hashtag ASM army, hashtag like yourself, hashtag but also like Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then separately, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't talked this much uh, since Saturday, probably. <laughs> so you've oh, been God. saving yeah, your voice, John. You've been saving your silky cords just for no, this. No, I'm just, it's just, fall, it's failing as I <laughs> already. Oh, man. Uh, at ASMR Quest, this is a fairly innocuous ASMR video, but the last minute or so contains my new favorite expression. Well, off you pop, then. Is easily the most endearing way to completely dismiss someone I've ever seen. Uh, so... And then he linked us to an ASMR ASMR roleplay detention with Miss Michelle. Um, is Miss Michelle British? Uh, she is British. Yes. Okay. Uh, as far as I can tell, anyway. And uh, I, I did watch this video. It was a fairly innocuous ASMR video for the most part. I agree. Uh, although the roleplay is that you are in detention, which I'm not sure how I feel about that because I was a good boy. Mm-hmm. No so I was for never you. put in detention. Exactly. And I don't like people pretending that I was getting up to no good. Mm-hmm. What's the point of that? They should have role plays uh, where you're in, like, an honor roll or something. What's the opposite of detention, John? Retention. Um, not the honor roll, Ian. I should be just getting awards from the mayor. The mayor is here to give you an award, John. But, oh, no, he tripped with his massive scissors. Oh, God. Oh, John. Oh, no. No. That's why you shouldn't run with massive scissors, Mr. Mayor. If only someone had told him. If only. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, that's not the end of the uh, indulgence corner, though, Ian. Oh my goodness. Because if we head on over to iTunes, uh, could we have could a new be? five-star rating. Oh, shit! Could it be? The title is Incredible. Plus one. Five stars. Bye. Twitter Danny D. Nice. I really like the idea that he either changed his iTunes account name or created a new iTunes account just to like leave this uh review and I'm I'm really happy about that. John, I know this is this is a bold claim, but I'm going to come out and say it. I think Danny D is our number one fan. Not, oh, not I agree. necessarily I- in the sense like when I say number one fan like him, he very well might be the person who enjoys this the most, but he's the fan that I most enjoy. Oh, no, I agree, for sure. Oh, he's the only fan who ever talks to us. <laughs> but you know what? Jonathan had... did a little bit, but he hasn't in a long time. I, I, I think he's stopped I don't know listening. if he's even still listening. I don't think yeah. he is. But, uh... What an asshole. <laughs> Thanks for the music, Jonathan. <laughs> um... Yeah, but now Danny D, what a hero. Well, do you want to hear what he had to say about us? Yeah, sure. Oh, I thought that was just, it was just five stars, but okay. No, no, he left us a rating and review. 
He's great at following instructions. He said, A plus podcasting. If I was forced to find a flaw in this podcast, I would say that these dudes might be too good at it for their own good. <laughs> but that just seems like it would be picking nits. Informative, provocative, funny, and sexy as hell. <laughs> this podcast has it all. Disclaimer, I was not intimidated, threatened, or verbally abused in any attempt to coerce me into making this quite favorable review. My words are my own. <laughs> That's a great disclaimer. I'm always so worried when I read iTunes reviews about the, the threats and intimidation that went into them. Yeah, but I always worry that the podcasters threatened their uh, listeners. Mm -hmm. um, but luckily, we would never do that on this podcast. Uh, -huh. uh speaking of which, I don't see any reviews or ratings here from uh Dilko Pickle. Um although I would like to clarify, I don't know if she actually listens to this podcast or not. She could have just followed us by accident. Uh but if you are listening, Dilko Pickle, I would like that uh five star rating <laughs> review, please. I think we've earned it. Oh, I, I learned something exciting, John. Yeah. One of my friends got a podcasting app recently. And mm -hmm was able to find us on it. And one of the interesting things this podcasting app does is it shows you the number of subscribers the podcast has. Oh, interesting. Now, I don't think it's the total number of subscribers. I think it's the number of subscribers, like, through that app or through some network associated with that app. But okay. we had 13 subscribers. Holy shit! Yeah, which is a lot. And then... Who are these people? Here's the thing, John. Uh, another, I would say, notable podcast... Woodland Secrets only had 150 subscribers. Whoa! So we are just That's one like... order of magnitude away, John. Damn! So ah, we're 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 doing well. I'd say we're celebrities at this point. I'm starting to get Pretty concerned much. for my safety. <laughs> I see people <laughs> in the street, and I know John. They're looking at me. They're saying, "Could that be the Ian Fox from ASMR Quest podcast?" <laughs> And frankly, it's ruined my life. <laughs> There's no one I can trust anymore, John. Um, I'm, I've never been so alienated and alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Do you want to move on to uh, on to side quests? Yeah, sure. Cool. So, Ian, we've got a new member of the hashtag ASM Army. Oh, it's IBM. Wow. Uh, IBM. That's right. They finally put their money where their mouth is, John. They're fans of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, IBM have released a an ASMR video of their own. Mm -hmm. I learned about this through The Verge. IBM puts its quantum computer to work in relaxing, nerdy ASMR video by James Vincent. Um... So yeah, uh, IBM uh, released a uh, ASMR -y video. Uh, it's titled "The Sounds of IBM: Colon IBM Q." It doesn't explicitly claim to be ASMR, but I feel like they know about ASMR. I feel like they're secretly members of the ASMR army, ASMR Quest fans. Um, and so they released this video to show off their quantum computer. Mm -hmm. uh, now, so. Uh, I personally didn't feel like it was so much ASMR as I felt like it was trying to hypnotize me. Uh, Ian, did you watch this video? What were I your thoughts? I did watch this video. Um, so I had a couple of thoughts. The first thought was that um, I feel like people are making a fuss over quantum computers too soon. 
I feel like... You know, I feel like people have been making a fuss over quantum computers forever. That's true. And they're very cool. Don't get me wrong. The fact that we have real quantum computers is sort of mind-boggling, because it's maybe the most sci-fi tech possible. Um, but also, it's 20 qubits, John, and I'm not sure if we got any uh, quantum computer scientists out there, but let me tell you, that's not a lot of qubits. Some would say... Ian, I had... Oh, finish your thought. Say, some would say that 20 qubits is about as useful as, you know, 20 bits. And if I had a computer that was 20 bits big, I don't <laughs> think I would go making a big fuss over it. <laughs> Wait, really? Well, yeah, so I mean, a qubit is the, the replacement of a bit. Now, to be fair, oh, quantum shit. computers are more powerful, um, strictly more powerful than normal computers, Unless P equals NP, in which case they're equivalently powerful. But who believes that? Um, actually, that also might not be true. I think there are, and I think there are like exponential problems that quantum computers can solve in polynomial time. Maybe that might be totally wrong. If we got if we got computer scientists out there just yelling at their their podcasting app, you know, I'd take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, a qubit is basically a quantum bit. That's what it stands for. Oh, wow. It's not very impressive. Get right Holy down shit. to it. <laughs> That's so lame. Yeah, like we're we're at the sort of room-sized... Well, we're not even at the, at the point where you had like room-sized computers with punch cards, computer-wise. <laughs> uh, because even those guys, like... <laughs> You know, back then transistors were the size of like light bulbs and stuff. But you could have a bunch of transistors. Like you could fit a lot of a you lot of light you bulbs. Had more than twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it is like it is a, a. I mean, there was this big result a couple of years ago where like someone managed to um, use a quantum computer to factor fifteen. Like you'll never <laughs> guess what the what the result was, John. We're <laughs> <laughs> finally managing to crack the big primes. It's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very much like prototype projects. And mm. it's encouraging that big companies are making big investments in quantum computing because I do think that Moore's law has basically run out now. Um, and if we, if we want to get better iPhones, we're going to need to go somewhere else. And the reasonable, <laughs> the reasonable place to look is in computers that require near zero degree Kelvin temperatures to operate. <laughs> <laughs> so um i don't really know anything about uh about quantum computing mm -hmm. um but there are two things that i was noticing in this video that you've now brought up that i, I wanted to ask you about mm -hmm. uh, well, well the first i didn't really want to ask you about i just wanted to comment on the fact that i think qubits or i think qubit sounds like a fake word it, it sounds sure like does. a bullshit word that like someone made up for like a really shitty sci-fi novel i feel like it's like if a self-published bad sci-fi novel i think that if the minions were in a sci-fi movie they there would be like <laughs> they'd be the qubits that's yeah. sort of what i think of when i think of qubits <laughs> it's an abbreviation of quantum bit okay it still sounds super bullshit and uh fake mm -hmm. um the other thing so I don't actually, so I, I I don't really understand at all how quantum computers work or what they are, or what they do. But it seems like if you're operating them at 
close to zero Kelvin. And, like, to the point where, like, atoms can barely move. I, I, I don't understand how you're transmitting any sort of information. Well, so the idea with the, the zero degree Kelvin is, like, you know, even if the atoms can't move, your electrons can still move, right? Or, like, you can, okay. still, you can still get charged through it quite quickly. Oh, okay. I think so, anyway. I don't know. I, I understand. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know much about, uh, I, I don't know how, how quickly, or how electrons do, or ha- handle themselves. I, just, I don't know how, I don't know what electrons get up to when it gets super cold. Also, it, I, I might be wrong. It might not be now. electrons. It might be, it might all be like fiber optic stuff, in which case, you know, you're always going to be moving at the speed of light. Oh, right? do they use light? I yeah, think so. I, I guess that's the thing, is I have no idea what, what moves in quantum computers, or like what is used to transmit. <laughs> Actually, I guess, I mean, yeah, they've got something the, uh, has to be moving. They've got the platter disc technology sort of in there, just spinning around, and it's no good. Oh, okay, no, they don't. It's just spinning, just spinning, really slowly, really, really slowly. Um, very cold, very, very frightening. Yeah, I don't. I, I also, I thought that it was the sort of like seeing the computer. It looked very cool. Looked very sleek. Well, not sleek, but... It does not look like a computer. It does not look like a computer. You see, like, all this copper wiring around. It looks, to me, sort of like a... Like a distilling thing. tubes, too. Yeah, it does look more like a a distillery than a computer. Yeah. A very fancy uh, distillery, but still. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Another observation. I don't know what graphic design team got paid to come up with the IBM Q sort of icon. Oh, the logo uh, that they have printed on their yeah. uh, stuff? But I think they were overcompensated. <laughs> I don't like it's... I don't like the look of it one little bit. <laughs> you're you're referring to the IBM and then a space and then a bold Q that's like not a great font. Not a great font, not the same height as because like the IBM, like all those letters are all the same height, and then the Q is maybe it's just the angle here, but it looks a little bit lower. Hmm. Um, Certainly, the yeah, no, like little liney bit lower. comes lower, but it also like mm-hmm. well, it doesn't come off at that. an angle. Really, it like goes underneath and then curves. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. So I just don't know. I don't know what they were shooting for with that logo, but I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> the actual video I thought struck a strange balance between trying to be like a little informational and having two minutes of just tingling noises at the end of it. Yeah, Um, they let it go on for a while after they stopped talking. They also, I don't know that it was so much trying to be informational as it was trying to impress you. Oh yeah, that's that. I yeah, yeah, that's true. It was not. It was was not really just trying to sound very impressive. It's just like, oh, we cooled it down. So so cool. Someone actually commented on this article or on this video, maybe. Now it was on this this article, um, talking about how it was cool. That they had like such a nice cooling machine. Super impressive. How much they thought about cooling it is what Slygathor, the commenter, says. And I'm not sure where they're getting that from. Super impressive. Um, how much they thought about cooling it. Like, is he impressed that they <laughs> cooled it down to a temperature sufficient to do, like the the whole like superconducting nonsense? Or? Because my impression yeah, is that know. they just cooled it in sort of the standard way that you cool these things, where, like, I also don't really know how you do it. I see put a lot of energy into, like, cooling down helium and then running that through. 
a well-insulated chamber. But <laughs> I, I, you didn't um, mention. I think the the best part of Slagathor's comment, though, which is uh, Slagathor asks, "But can it run Crisis?" That's true. Uh, the answer is absolutely not. Yeah. No way. They did definitely intend that as a joke. I don't want to make it sound like Slagathor is an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Crisis but is like a decade a old joke. at this point, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's like I think that makes the joke even better because like there was a long yeah. time where Crisis was sort of like the pinnacle of computer or of like PC gaming, where it was like everyone wanted to get a computer that could run Crisis on Max graphics. Like that was that was the sort the of game standard. by which you benchmarked your computer was could you run Crisis on Max settings. And I feel like it was Crisis for, like, a couple years. Like, it really stood out. But it was also, yeah, it was a long time ago. It's outdated, but still a solid a solid joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, no, let's move you're on. right. It's, it's a good joke. Time for some more side quests. Okay. Oh, I've got a side quest for you, John. I've got two side quests, oh, actually. The first side oh, quest boy. is ASMR-related. Um, what's so funny about that john (laughs) the fact that you like made such an put such an emphasis on it and also that it's only one (laughs) on our asmr podcast (laughs) you have to emphasize when you have something to talk about that's related to asmr Yeah. Well, the second one is also, I think, in a way related to ASMR, but I'll get to that when I get okay. to that. All right. The yeah, first thing. Let me have it. ASMR Star Wars, John. Shuffling the Rebel Echo Base on Planet Hoth. Um, this oh is an ASMR my God. video. This is an ASMR video I found on the ASMR subreddit. Because uh, I gotta say, the, the ASMR subreddit discussion was not super good this week. Uh, that's right, ASMR oh, subreddit. You're on, you're on watch. You're on notice now. <laughs> um, so instead, I was watching some of the videos, and this was a video that really stood out to me. Um, let's see, who's it by? It is by Ghetto ASMR, and I really liked it. Was, first off, it was four minutes long, which I think, as we've discussed before <laughs> with ASMR videos, is just the right length if you're not <laughs> seeking to trigger ASMR. <laughs> um, <laughs> The basic structure of this video is you start up with a sort of, um, well, no, okay, I, I thought that it started off with a little, like, image of, like, the the Rebel Echo base on Hoth, but you don't actually. It's just this man shoveling his deck, and he's wearing, like, a blanket as a cowl. <laughs> um, and the best part, John, the best part of the video is that he's just tossing the snow over himself in such a careless manner that he's just getting covered in snow. (laughs) It's like he's just, he's tossing the snow over him, and like, half of it's falling on his head, and he just doesn't react at all. He just keeps on shuffling. That's amazing! Um, And so I was a big fan of this ASMR video, and I think it really spoke to me. And that was my ASMR side quest. And now I've got another <laughs> so another good. side quest, John. Which I would say is maybe anti-ASMR. And that is okay. Logan Paul. 
Oh. Have you ever heard of Logan Paul? Um, I had heard of him and promptly then forgot about him until, mm-hmm. uh, like this past week. Yeah, there was some uh, news about I, Logan I Paul. About this is how I heard about him. Where he put a a vlog on YouTube where he discovered someone who had committed suicide. Uh, yeah. And posted that. And, you know, that's a whole other, that's, that's a something as... I don't know about that. Um, but that just made me think, because the, the place where I heard about it was talking about how, like, Philip DeFranco, uh, they were, they were basically pitching Philip DeFranco as, like, the, the voice of common sense on YouTube. The sort, mm-hmm. the, like, the, the intellectual critic of YouTube. And to me, that didn't make any sense, because I remember Philip DeFranco, like, watching his stuff and thinking, well, this is just trash. Because he's the guy who I think really, for me at least, I don't know, he, he he exemplifies the trait of cutting out pauses for breath, which I think is just a foolish thing to do on YouTube videos. And he does it um, to a fault. There's no degree you can do it, which is not to a fault, but he does it to an additional fault. And that I don't think we've ever actually heard him breathe on camera. Um, if you find a, a clip of him breathing, let me know. I don't think they exist. But I figured, if this man, if this man has emerged as the bold intellectual critic firing down on Logan Paul, what could Logan Paul be like? And what could he be like anyway to post a video of, like, a dead body hanging from a tree on YouTube? Yeah, like, and I, who, do, who, who does that? That's Well, that's John, I, I decided to put on my investigative journalism hat and find out by watching some of his daily vlogs... Uh-huh. And John, my my the foundations of my world have been shattered. Everything that I thought that I knew is just it's 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 all gone, John. I don't understand anything anymore. Um, what do you mean? Logan Paul has like fifteen million subscribers on YouTube. Very, very popular. I guess he got his start on Vine and migrated over once Vine died. And John, I didn't his know that vlogs, much. his vlogs are some of the most insane things I've ever seen. I cannot imagine how people find his videos tolerable, <laughs> let alone entertaining. <laughs> Here's what I understand. About, now I have. Now to be fair, he has like 500 vlogs or something like that. He's been doing this for a little while now. Daily vlogs. I only watched a couple of them. So maybe I'm missing the broader context of Logan Paul. But when I don't feel I, like you the, need to, the, like, put in caveats of, to be fair, uh, to Logan well, Paul. Well, John, maybe I do, because a lot of people seem to like him. He seems to be pretty fucking big on YouTube. I feel like <laughs> right now, especially, it's pretty much okay to, like, talk shit about Logan Paul. I feel like he's, uh... Not super popular he, at the yeah, moment. That's, that's yeah. If there's if there's a time to strike, it's now. And oh yeah. my god, it's like it. Here's the thing, John. I I left watching those videos, and my thought was, how is the dead? How is it that the dead body is the issue? Like to my mind, <laughs> what? that's no longer the concern. <laughs> the concern is that, from what I can tell, he's a he's he's a man child, and he's actually he's younger than us, so he is maybe. He's, like, born 95 or something, which is sort of nuts. He's a pretty good-looking guy, pretty buff, 
I guess he's like an aspiring film star or something. Um, but his vlogs are just 13 minutes of him shouting at a camera incomprehensibly <laughs> with a bunch of like a, a bunch of his friends who are all also shouting incomprehensibly at the camera. And then he makes a silly face and he, he tells you to go to his website and buy merchandise. And, <laughs> and it's just, it is the most, it, it's like it, it is, it's insufferable to a degree <laughs> where I think he acknowledges that he's being insufferable and tries to play it off as ironic, but it's too insufferable for that, John. <laughs> it is, it's, I just watch it and it's, I think it's, it's intolerable that this man is, is doing this. <laughs> the fact that he's out there and he lives in like this big mansion and there's there's a there's a there's a lot of like him sort of playing around he 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 shows off his his new cars a lot he talks about like because i guess he's, he's he's doing well for himself on youtube you know he's got all these views uh like all these you know videos are getting massive numbers of views his channel's growing tremendously fast and everything and so i guess he's made quite a bit of money off of it all and so he'll talk about, like, his exploits, like, some of his vlogs detail his exploits of going to Italy to buy a a new Mercedes from the factory because of, like, some sort of April Fool's prank or something? I, I couldn't quite follow that. And most recently, <laughs> before he found the dead body in, in the forest, he found the dead body in a forest in Japan known for people going and killing themselves there. Um... And before that, it was just a couple of days of him going around Tokyo, being, I think, the most insufferable tourist that I've ever seen. And that he was <laughs> in this this big fancy black car with a bunch of his screaming friends, just screaming uh. all the time, John, leaning out of the car screaming. Then he would get out of the car and he would go and he would scream in the window of these poor, these poor Japanese people just trying to go about their daily business. He would shove his camera into their car and scream. And like lean in the windows, and like oh god, he sees, a, he sees a dog at one point, and he runs over, and he rams his hand. Now, to be fair, he could be cutting these videos such that he's asking these people's permissions first. Like, do you want to be part of this video? It sure didn't look like it from the face of the people in the video. <laughs> it really looked like they were concerned and alarmed, and they didn't know what was happening. And then he just screams at them, and he runs away to scream at more people. And, oh, oh god, god that sounds it's... awful fuck that sounds terrible it... it's just i just <sighs> and the the thing is john so i'd always conceptualize vlogs i never really watched vlogs maybe this is also like sort of what vlogs are like i don't know there's a lot of screaming or something but the thing that really strikes me like about most vlogs, vlogs aren't about screaming it's true it's probably true it seems like very true I'm, i might be giving him too much credit here. No, but it no, seems like most vlogs yeah. are shot as a sort of single take thing like okay, I'm going to de- I'm going to like you know, either record some antic that I'm getting up to at this moment or detail antics which I have gotten up to throughout the day. But that's not what yeah, his vlogs are, John. His vlogs are tiny little scenes interspersed throughout his whole day, which makes me think that it's not just that he's it's, he's not just screaming for 13 minutes a day, John. He's screaming all day, every day with his friends. Every day he wakes oh. up, he calls his friends, and he says, guys, get over here, it's time to scream. They all pull up on up in their really fancy new cars, and they start screaming at each other, and they start shoving each other into pools, 
and they start just sort of fetishizing their materialist success, and then they're they're pleading with you to subscribe five times a video and telling you to go buy the merchandise five times a video. Oh God, and, sounds awful. I mean, it sounds you like know he's what, basically I, just like making money off of being an asshole and like yeah, just making videos like, of being an asshole. Like, he's just like is inconveniencing and like ruining other people's days and then just putting it online to make money. Oh, that sounds terrible. It really is. Hey, you it. know what, John? I feel like I was half, I was, I was through like watching a couple of those videos and if I could have tuned into him, like, cause apparently he also bookended the finding the dead body with like a serious talk about like, oh, you know, don't commit suicide, you know, fear depressed, seek help and all this sort of stuff. Like the sort of standard stuff you'd imagine. Um, uh, but great, great well, placement. Yeah, great placement. So b- before and after, yeah. Um, but, like, I just can't imagine him doing anything, like, if if I imagine him telling someone not to kill themselves, my picture of him is he'd have a smirk on his face, and then he'd, like, he'd do a fast cut to a real close-up of his face, and he'd scream. Sounds, and I oh, don't know yeah. how he could have oh. possibly done it. And I can't imagine what it would be like to see him in a circumstance which is, like, mentally trying or emotionally challenging. Like, I just have no idea of what this person Logan Paul is like. Logan Paul, if you're in the ASM army, I'm I'm kicking you out. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, dis- I'm dishonorably discharging Logan Paul from the ASM army, John. I don't like to do it. I like, we need all the fighters we can get. But Logan Paul is not welcome here. And if you like Logan Paul, for God's sake, tell me why. Let me understand how it could be that so many people seem to be deriving any amount of... I don't get it, John. I don't get Logan Paul. I don't get Philip DeFranco, right? I don't get him, but I can accept him. I can accept that he exists. I'm not sure that I... It's, it's, It's always sunny made real. And made somehow more obnoxious than they would be in the flesh. <laughs> it's just... Oh, man. I don't know, John. It's it's something. That's that's my anti-ASMR side quest. <laughs> Logan Paul would not recommend, for the love of God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what can be done about this. <laughs> I don't know what we can do, John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I did have one other, uh, ASMR side quest I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a bunch of ASMR artists got together this year, and they did a secret Santa w- amongst themselves, and then, uh, recorded, uh, their videos of, uh, them unboxing their secret Santa gifts and, uh, you know, put those out as ASMR videos. Uh, and I have watched... I think all of them that are currently up, I think there, there are two who still haven't released their videos, um, but I've watched all of the ones that are available. And, oh man, I've been loving them. Um, oh, sounds good. So, it, it is like... So, first of all, I just... I enjoy a good unboxing. I'm a three-year-old child. I love the mystery. Just want to see what what secrets What's are in inside. Box? Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta find out. Um... So, you know, that that's exciting. Uh but then a lot of like a lot of the ASMR just gave really good gifts too. So you get to see some like cool sort of more personal gifts uh here. Get to maybe learn a little bit more about some of these ASMR artists. 
Uh, all of them are great ASMR artists, so you, they're all good ASMR videos. Um, and then it really is sort of like an all-star cast of ASM artists. Um, there are definitely a, a handful of them that I was unfamiliar with. Um, actually, yeah, quite a few of them I didn't know, but they're all very popular, and I feel like I should have known the ones that I didn't. Um, but l- let me just let you know who is on here. There are definitely, you know, there's some big star, some big names that you're not, who aren't on this list, but mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely an all-star cast. We've got, um, so it was, it was all put together and organized by GB. Uh, it also includes Whispers Red, Massage ASMR, Fred's Voice, ASMR Darling, Heather Feather, ASMR Requests, Gentle Whispering, Tony Bomboni, Charlotte ASMR, and Queen of Serene. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, it is you know, big names. Big Those names big there. Names. And what were they so, getting each other? What sort of gifts? Can you give us a few samples? A few tastes? Um, well, so it seems like... So I, from watching these videos, I did gather that there was a price limit. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also gathered that a lot of people broke the price limit. We got a lot of rule breakers in the ASMR community, it seems. A Uh-oh. lot of hooligans. A lot of troublemakers. A lot of people, yeah, getting up to trouble. Um... So a lot of them were definitely sort of ASMR-themed things. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of, like, um, stuff that makes sound, or that, like, makes good ASMR sounds. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff for, like, pampering yourself. Um, and then in a lot of cases, things that, like, are more personal as well. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I don't want to give anything away. I think I think people should watch them. I've really been enjoying these. They've been delightful. I've almost been enjoying them too much to the point where I sort of get excited about watching them, which kind of mm-hmm. almost like defeats the purpose of watching well, something right before I go to bed to help me sleep. <laughs> on the other hand, though, I mean, I guess so it defeats that purpose. But in terms of like ASMR videos, there's plenty of ASMR videos that are there as ASMR. If there are a few that are just entertaining videos, I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, so our video doing those. Yeah. Can just be oh, uh Yeah. Um and then one other uh quick piece of news for the side quests. Um this isn't super recent, but uh still I think kind of fun and exciting. Um GB has started streaming on Twitch. Um oh, as of a couple no months ago. Right? That's no good, because you were you were gonna be the world's first ASM artist on Twitch, maybe. <laughs> well, as far as I'm aware, GB has not done any ASMR streams on Twitch yet. Uh, so I, oh. I beat her there, because I, I, I've done, like, okay. two. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so GB, as far uh, I think mostly she plays um, Overwatch on Twitch. Uh, and I think she's going to be hosting a tournament at some point this month. Uh, just, like, organized amongst, like, I don't know who's in it, but it's not, like, professionals, I don't think. Um, but yeah, so she's running her own tournament. <laughs> This is perfect. You're, you are the only ASM artist on Twitch, right? So you can demand access into the tournament, and that's how you meet all the big shots and get them on the podcast. Ah, that's a great idea. I'm terrible at Overwatch, though. It's a great game, but I'm not good at it. Also, I mean, all the teams are set already. She, she knows who the, the contestants are. Yeah. Um, but I, I've, I've watched a little bit of one of her streams. Uh, oh, she's, she goes by GGGB on twitch 
good name. rather than GBASMR. Yeah, it is a good name. Um, and uh, I watched a little bit of uh, one of her streams earlier today. It was surprisingly jarring to hear her not talking in an ASMR voice. Just like, you know, talking to her teammates and yelling at the game and playing Overwatch. So you, you just get so used to these ASM artists in ASMR mode. Does she have, like, a real oh. husky, normal-speaking yeah. voice? I mean, it's, like, pretty much the same, but a little different. Mm. That small difference is enough that you notice. Oh, also, I've learned from the uh, uh, Secret Santa that a lot of ASM artists do not know how to pronounce GB's name. There's been a lot of Gibbies. Ah, that's good. Heebie Gibbies, John. Heebie Gibbies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I had for side quests. Okay, well, I guess that main means, John, Yeah, time for the main quest. And what a main quest it is. What an ambitious main quest it is. John, yeah, we have what's two the main quest today. this week? Two? Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I told you before we started recording. Don't don't sound so surprised. John, so, I'm always surprised. Uh, our main quest this week is to discuss the new year and also new Christmas. Uh, okay. Not specifically ASMR with regards to either of those. This is going to be, you know, I know we like to keep things serious on this podcast. We like to keep things like focused keep them on ASMR. Keep them tight. Keep but, it ASMR uh, related. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a little more reflective and a little more open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, John? So, Ian, do you want to do New Christmas or New Year first? Let's do New Christmas first. All right. So that's a little oh, less Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. So, listeners, we've got to, I got to let you know about New Christmas. So, this is the reason that our uh, Twitter name has gone back to Spooky ASMR Quest, is in mm-hmm. celebration of New Christmas. Now, I know what you're thinking, uh, listeners. New Christmas? Uh, like, New Christmas? No. Or new a New Christmas. Yes, exactly. So, this is not a new version of of Christ Mass, nor mm-hmm. is it a combination of Christ Mass and New Year's. This is mm-hmm. new... A whole new... Or sorry, this is New Chris... Holiday. Miss. Mm-hmm. A celebration of New Chris. Exactly. Now, you now may who's be New Chris, you might ask? Who's New Chris? Well, let me tell you, it's an in-joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inflatable, um, spooky ghost... Who we got in college, and we called New Chris, because <laughs> he was a replacement for one of our roommates, whose name is Chris, and we made a holiday to celebrate this this person, <laughs> this spooky ghost. Um, yep. But really, uh, I think New Christmas has transformed into a beautiful holiday. It really has. It's it's a wonderful holiday. It's one of my favorite holidays. Um, you can celebrate it kind of whenever is convenient. Um Traditionally, it has been celebrated in December, but if that doesn't work for you, move it. Um, yeah, doesn't really you can matter. Incorporate whatever traditions you like from other holidays. Um, we often will incorporate a lot of Halloween decorations, uh, some Halloween mm-hmm. music, a lot of Christmas songs, um, karaoke, and or really more sing-alongs is definitely an important aspect of New Christmas. You got to have mm-hmm. some sing-alongs. Um, Party jams are also fine. You know, just put on, like, your favorite uh, dance beats. Um, Whatever you're feeling. 
Yeah, you want to throw but, some Hanukkah in there? Go for it. You want to throw in the 4th of July? Go for it. Uh, basically, just get drunk with your friends and sing some songs and uh, celebrate New Chris. Now, there is one important sort of stylistic element to New Christmas mm-hmm. um, that is distinct from other holidays, and that's the New Christmas tree. Oh, um, yes. But luckily, Very I important. know what you're thinking. I don't have time to put up a whole new elaborate rigmarole of decoration, uh, especially in this busy holiday time of year. Well, don't worry. The new Christmas tree is, uh, you can, you can probably make it from just everything that you have lying around right now, because it is literally basically a pile of garbage. You get all the boxes that you have lying around, um, that you, you know, you, the cardboard you boxes around in case specifically. you have to move things. Yeah, cardboard yeah. boxes. And you just stack them all up. Yep. And maybe you take some, some plastic bags boxes. to them. <laughs> maybe you put, maybe some, you put lights some Christmas on lights it. on them. Yeah. Maybe not. But it's a very lazy holiday. It's a lazy it's really holiday. Just... <laughs> it's a lot Make of a lot games. of dumb jokes and get drunk with your friends. It's the best holiday there is. The best holiday there is. So, I hope that all of our listeners have had a Merry Christmas. A happy new year, and are going to have just a swanky new Christmas. <laughs> Hi. Uh, originally, this was the part of the episode where Ian and I rambled about New Year's for a long time. Um, but I have cut it out because I decided that it was counterproductive to our New Year's resolution. Uh, you see, we are no longer satisfied being the second best podcast in the world about ASMR. We want to be the best podcast in the world about ASMR. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. I still have a little bit of a cold. Uh, and, uh, we need your help in becoming the best podcast in the world about ASMR. Uh, as you may have picked up on, we're not, we haven't been entirely satisfied with the way the podcast has been going recently. Um, we find that, uh, it's not interesting to just talk about different ASMR videos and that there isn't, there also isn't all that much else to talk about with regards to ASMR. Um, or at least, uh, we've been struggling with finding other things to talk about. Uh, so we're, we've definitely been considering, um, changing up the format a little bit, maybe trying to find ways, uh, at least through the format that we can alleviate that issue. Um, but we also would like help, um, you know, if you ever find something that you would like us to talk about, please let us know. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we think we're probably going to be experimenting with the format a little bit over the next, uh, several episodes, as well as, um, trying to mix up the, the content a bit as well. Uh, and we'd definitely like to hear from you. Uh, let us know what, things you think work uh as we're changing things up but also just in general like what has since we started this podcast what parts of it have you liked and what have you not liked uh what could we do differently that you think would be better and what uh should we keep doing so um yeah please let us know uh, and please help us make this a better podcast thank you Listeners, thank you for joining us once again. <laughs> Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. 
And thank you, Danny D, for leaving us that great five-star rating and review. You can find mm-hmm. us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. You can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com. Thank you, and good night! Thanks, and stay tingly. Really, Ian? What? It's 2018. Oh, man. Ah, oh, so we got a new logo? <laughs> no, I just... I wanted to make one of those jokes at one point in this episode. <laughs> of, like... Because, you know, people are always like, Really? Come on. It's... And then, like, they say the name of the... They say the year. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, January 4th, I gotta be throwing in a... Come on. It's 2018. Okay. I'm sorry, that, that was pretty lame. I was hoping that no, you would get it right away. I think it makes a reasonable I think it makes a reasonable endpoint to the episode. Um, but just to okay. give you sort of one la- last nice little button to <laughs> sort of close it on. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> joke, John. 